0: Hello, Word Nerds. This is Spencer. I am uh, providing you with so much entertainment with this podcast called The Dictionary. Um, In the previous episode, I am really, really, really hoping that I can get a guest, and I highly, highly doubt that it will have actually happened. Uh, But hey, you know, we got a bit of time got a couple of weeks or so until uh i need to record it so hopefully there's a guest there's one in particular that i really really want because of a couple of the words but we'll see um oh let's say some things if you want to follow this show on uh, social media instagram and twitter the handle is at dictionary all one word My personal is at spejampar, S-P-E-J-A-M-P-A-R. Go find me. You can also use that uh, username on TikTok, where I have made some uh, short dictionary-related videos with silly filters on my face, uh, if you like the silly. If you don't like the silly, uh, you should probably just go right now, uh, because this is just all the silly. Uh, what else? Email dictionarypod at gmail.com if you want to contact me in any way. Uh, that is the best method. If you want to give me any of your jokes, uh, if you look ahead, uh, any word that is starts with E through Z, uh, go ahead and send me a joke about the word, about the definition, anything. Email it to me, please and thank you. Let me know if I can credit you uh, for the joke or not. When I get to the word, I will read your joke. That's how this is going to work. I think I have three so far. It's probably all I'm going to get. Uh, there's a Google Voice number where you can call and leave a message. And if you want, I can put it in a show. 917 727 5757. I think you can text that number too or leave a voicemail. I'd love to hear from somebody. If you want to buy merchandise for this show, there is a T public link in the show notes. If you want to give me money directly, you can go use the Patreon. One dollar a month gets you early episodes. Five dollars a month also gets you exclusives and stuff like that. Um, there's there might be some other things. Uh, YouTube, you can go to YouTube, follow my, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and uh, look at my random collection of videos there. The link is in the show notes also. Okay, so. Let's, let's read some words. Let's do that thing now. We have do up. Do up. Do up. Not do down. Do up. It's two words. It is a transitive verb from 1666. One, to prepare for wear or use. And uh, you're going to prepare it by cleaning it or repairing it. Before you wear it or use it, you got to clean it and prepare it or repair it. Do it up, as in do up a shirt. Fix it. Fix my shirt. My shirt's got a hole. Can you do up my shirt before I wear the shirt again? Please and thank you. 2A. To wrap up, as in do up a package. Uh, this this feels very British to me I don't uh, I don't usually say do up a package I say wrap a package gift wrap a box a thing do it up do it up nice to uh, be the synonyms are put up and can put up and can put up like do you put up put up somebody in your place to let them stay do you put up? with nonsense do you put put up a picture on the wall and can can i need i need more context on this one 3a to deck out the synonym is clothe so putting on the fancy clothes probably deck it up you get you get all do up you can do up your hair and then do up your clothes and then you will be so did up 3b to furnish with something ornamental, the synonym is decorate. Four, the synonyms are exhaust and wear out. You've used it so much, you've, you've done it up, it's no more. Do up, if you do up a thing, you've worn it out, you've exhausted it. Huh, I wonder, do up, do up. There's a lot of ways you can use this. Number five, the synonym is fasten. Like fasten your seatbelt. I guess fasten a thing. Fasten a pin to a jacket. Do it up. I think that's it for do up. Uh, let's see the sound. We'll we'll try this. We'll try it like it's like um. Should I even say it's like a bird's wing wings flapping, flap flap flap. This is pretty literal, almost. The next word is. I guess you can say dur. Let's see. Let's check the pronouns. Uh, dur. Dur or dour. I like dour. That's, that's how I've always heard it and said it. It's D O U R. Adjective from the 14th century. Number one, the synonyms are stern and harsh. Hmm. I'm feeling so dour. I will not let you go out to the party. I will not let you do up yourself and go to a do. Number two, the synonyms are obstinate and unyielding. Unyielding. Yeah, this is all all very similar. Dour, dour. Um, Yeah, I think we've all known a dour person. Hey, there's another one with more synonyms. Number three, the synonyms are gloomy and sullen. There's not a whole lot of difference. I mean, the differences are subtle between one, two, and three. But if you are ever described as stern, harsh, obstinate, unyielding, gloomy, or sullen, you are 100% dour. Uh, dourly is an adverb. Dourness is a noun. This is from the Latin durus, which means Hard. Maybe like your your personality is so hard, you're you're yeah you're hard. Uh, there's more at the word during, like like during the day, the sun is out. I don't know how during hard dour yeah I don't know the connection there. Okay, the next word flap 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 flap. This is Dura Duraculi, I think that is how you pronounce it. It is spelled D-O-U-R-O-U-C-O-U-L-I. Duraculi. Noun from 1842. The synonym is, ooh, this sounds fascinating. It's owl monkey. Owl monkey? Uh, Is that a monkey that looks like an owl? Or an owl that looks like a monkey? It's probably a monkey that kind of looks like an owl. Maybe they got a interesting pattern in their in their fur. Oh God, I you we got to learn more about this. I think either uh, in a link in the show notes or uh, Dura Dura coolie posted on the social media. Maybe this is a French word. It is from an unidentified American Indian language of Venezuela. Wait a minute. What the word is from the lang from an unidentified american indian language of venezuela so it doesn't so i guess duraculi is similar to the venezuelan language but we don't know the name of the language so i guess that's just their word for owl monkey but somehow it's french Hmm. the the, the mystery thickens i'm so curious about what an owl monkey is i've never heard of that Douse is next, or douse, D O U S E, or you can add, I guess you can add another U and make it a double U. Douse, first form verb from sixteen hundred, starting with transitive. One, to plunge into water, do is to douse. Now I think of this as the opposite, but I will probably get there. Um, just in a few days from when I'm recording this, uh, I will be dousing myself uh, into the cold, cold water of Lake Michigan. Uh, we are raising money for the, um, for the special Olympics. So, uh, you know, it's a whole like local thing. If you want to do this, you got to raise some money and, uh, yeah. So, so I will be dousing myself in cold, cold water and I'm so excited. 2A, to throw a liquid on. The synonym is drench. So if somebody took a bucket of water and poured it on your head, they would be dousing you in liquid. You would be drenched in water. The ALS challenge all those years ago, many people got doused with ice water. Hmm, ice water, cold water again. So, yeah, number one is going into the water, but number two A is the liquid going on another thing. That's usually the one that I think of. Uh, Two B, the synonym is slosh. Maybe your feet, you can slosh around in a big puddle, and you're dousing your feet. Uh, But this one, I think, this number three one is probably the most commonly used one. The synonym is extinguish, as in douse the lights. Now, this could literally be extinguishing a fire by throwing some sort of liquid on it or a spray or whatever way that you got to extinguish fire. Uh, but yeah, douse, when I think of douse, I think of the idea of pouring something on it uh, with, the, with the purpose of mm, extinguishing it out. Okay, intransitive verb is to fall or become plunged into water. Douser is a noun. Flap, 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 flap. Oh, is there any etymology? Yes. Uh, Let's see. It's perhaps from the obsolete English word douse, spelled the same way, which means to smite. So if somebody has been smited, I guess they've been extinguished out of existence, maybe. Flap, 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 flap. The second form of douse or douse, noun from 1881, a heavy drenching is a douse. So maybe uh, maybe a big old rainfall is a douse. Flippity flap flap. The third form of douse, uh, you can also pronounce it deuce. Yeah, deuce, I think. Uh, this one is a noun from circa 1625. It is British, and the synonyms are blow and stroke. Uh, and uh, you know, if you have an adult brain, you might uh, take this in a whole other direction. I don't know what we're talking about here, to be perfectly honest. Is this if like a punch? If you're punching somebody, is that a douse or a deuce? Hmm. Uh, the origin is unknown. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Flap 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 flap. The the fourth form of douse. This is a transitive verb from 1627. Uh, So the first form was also a verb. This one is, uh, it's going to have a different context, I guess. 1A, to take in, the synonyms are lower and strike. Lower and strike, as in, douse a sail. Yep, oh, this all seems uh, boat related. It should say, we're talking about a boat. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't it say that? I think it should. Uh, at least number one, uh, yes, douse a sail, because I don't think we use this in other things other than ta- probably talking about a sail. You bring in the sail, you take it in, you're lowering it, getting rid of it, strike it out of existence, douse that sail. Number one B, the synonym is slacken, as in douse a rope. Well, how do you know I mean if you say douse a rope and you but you mean to lower it or strike it then that's confusing. So you got to know the context. You got to know that if you're dousing a rope, you're only slackening it. You're never taking it in or lowering it or striking it. And the opposite goes for the sail. If you say douse a sail, I guess you can't you, you don't want to slacken it. So you know this is the kind of thing that you learn when you you learn how to sail from a from a dock boy. That's a callback to an older episode. Go listen. Number two for douse, the synonyms are take off and doff. So yeah, this is like take off your clothes. I think, uh, doff your hat, it's douse. So it's it's kind of like removing a thing is douse is dousing it. Um, we're m- removing a sail or removing your clothes or your hat or something like that, not the rope. Can't get rid of the rope, but you can slacken it. Okay, uh, the sound effect was. Fla, 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 fla. So it's a, a bird trying to take off. The next word is do. D O U X. Don't forget about the X. Adjective from circa 1943. We're talking about champagne, and it means very sweet. Uh, This is French, if you couldn't tell. Du, it literally means sweet. From the old French, du with a Z instead of an X. And there's more at the word uh, deuce, which uh, that was actually in the previous episode, which I have not recorded. So, uh, yeah, I have not, I don't think I've heard of this du word used with champagne to describe it as sweet. I've heard of other words, um, you know, brute, That's not sweet. That's dry. But you know, there's there's a few words I've heard of. But this one is new to me, so I may have to find uh, a dew champagne, champagne. The next word is dove. This is the first of our D O V words. First form noun from the 13th century. One any of numerous pigeons, especially. A small, wild pigeon. N- many, many pigeons, many types of pigeons are called doves. I didn't know that. I knew they were both birds. Didn't know they were so closely related. Two, a gentle woman or child is a dove because doves are so peaceful and they're all about the peace and the love. And so if you're a gentle woman or child, you also must be... uh loving and peaceful, just like a dove. Uh, Is this like maybe, maybe a nickname like, oh, hello, dove, you're so cute. Number three, one who takes a conciliatory attitude and advocates negotiations and compromise, especially an opponent of war. Compare to the word hawk, which is probably the opposite. They love war. They are not opponent of war. Because, yeah, doves represent peace. And so anybody who is an opponent of war, uh, they advocate negotiating and compromise instead of war. They are a dove. I would be a dove because I think you just got you got to talk about, talk it out. Compromise. Let's figure it out. Russia, Ukraine, can we do that? Can we dove up the situation instead of hawk it out and just fight? What's with all this fighting, destroying murdering this why 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 dovish is an adjective and dovishness is a noun uh this is from the old english doof d-u-f-e it is akin to the old high german word do you say tuba t-u-b-a it looks like tuba and that means dove a dove is a tuba. I will never look at a dove the same way again. All I can imagine now is the sound that they make goes boop 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 boop. Okay, what is a dove? What does a dove really sound like? Flap 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 flap. That's that's what they say. The second form of dove. This is the past form of the word dive. Dive. You're diving into the water. You dove. Fuh, 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 fuh. Next is dovecote or dovecot. D O V E C O T E. One word. Uh, oh, you can also take off the E at the end. That, I, that would definitely be dovecot. Noun from the 15th century. One, a small compartmented raised house or box for domestic pigeons. Haha. <laughs> it's where you put the pigeons. It's the dove coat. I don't know. All right, well, let's keep on going. It's, it's just the place for the domestic pigeons to, uh, to hang out and live, go to the bathroom, sleep, eat, do their taxes, uh, do puzzles, watch TV. Two, a settled or harmonious group or organization is also a dove coat or a dovecot. Well, there is no etymology. I don't know C O T E. Now I feel like I just need to do a quick check back to see, do I, it would did I come across the word coat, and uh, and I just don't remember. Does it have something to do with uh, you know where somebody lives, a domicile, something like that? Now I do know that there's the word cot C O T, which is you know a little thing that you can sleep on. Um, but I, you know, maybe like, oh, this is is where the doves sleep. They sleep on a little cot inside of this box. Um, okay, I'm finally on the right page. Coat, 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 coat. Um, it is a shed or coop for small domestic animals, and especially pigeons. Wow, I have no memory of this whatsoever. Um, the, it doesn't really have any etymology, so it's, uh, a coat is, um it's just a shatter a coop that's it good good job everybody fra, 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 fra. next is dove key. d-o-v-e-k-i-e noun from 1821 a small short-billed auk breeding in arctic coasts and ranging south in winter the species name, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. It it's spelled A L L E twice. Ella, Ella Ale I don't know. An auk. yeah, it's some sort of bird, I think. Uh it's short billed auk. Not entirely sure what kind of bird it is, other than that's an it's an auk. Also called dove key. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if it looks like a dove. Probably not. The next word, Dovin. It's a variation of Davin. D A V E N. Next is Dover's Soul. Capital D O V E R. Second word, S O L E. Dover's Soul. Noun from circa 1911. One a common European soul, esteemed as a food fish. And the species name is Solea solea, S-O-L-E-A. You don't usually see part of the thing's name in the species name, but you sure got it here, Solea solea. This is, oh, well, we, got, we got to skip that for now. Uh, and I don't mean skip it, I mean come back to it. Uh, so the sole is a fish called the Dover sole. Number two, a flatfish of the Pacific coast of North America that is a commercially important food fish. The species name is Microstomus pacificus, and it is of the family Pleuronectidae. Pleuronectidae. Lots of letters in there. Um, Pacificus, that means it's in the Pacific. And microstomus, I wonder if it has a very small mouth or stomach? Something like that. Ooh, now I'm curious to see a picture of this Dover soul. Got at least a couple different kinds. Well, why is it called Dover soul? Because it is probably from Dover, England, which. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the second one because it's on the Pacific coast of North America, which is very, very far away from England. But the other one is a common European soul, so that one makes more sense. Blah, 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 blah. Dover's powder is next. Dover's with an apostrophe S. Noun from 1801. A powder of. Ipecac? I don't know how to say that word. I P E C A C. Ipecac. And opium, formerly used as a pain reliever and diaphoretic. Whew, this sounds intense. Dover's powder. Who's Dover, you might ask? It is Thomas Dover. Maybe Thomas was a Doubting Thomas. Doubting Thomas's Doubting Thomas Dover's powder. Uh, Thomas was an English physician who died in 1742 and then they didn't name it until what, 59 years later? 1801 I do not know what Ipecac is I am aware of opium and so it makes sense that it's a pain reliever. I don't remember what diaphoretic is. Maybe that's where the Ipecac comes in, but uh, whew, I, I can't imagine that we use this in any way anymore <laughs> dover's powder next okay last word two forms flap 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 dovetail one word they got to use their tail as they're flapping their wings to make sure they stay you got to steer with the tail i think so they got to stay straight if they want noun from 1573 something resembling a dove's tail especially a flaring Uh, tenon or tenon and a mortise into which it fits tightly making an interlocking joint between two pieces as of wood uh i vaguely remember talking about tenon and mortise was that at the beginning of the d's let me do a a quick little check back let's just do this real quick because i kind of remember talking about it with my dad it was dado dado was that no, I don't think tenons and mortises were in there. No, maybe some other time. But we do have a picture. Um, interesting. Okay. So we have three pictures. Uh, number one is the dovetail, and this is showing kind of a, a piece of wood at the edge, the end of a piece of wood that has dovetails cut into it. And so uh, the how how to describe this? Um it's kind of the opposite of a groove. There's a kind of a triangle-shaped groove cut into the wood. There's three of them, one stacked on top of each other. And that might not be the best way to describe this. Um we'll just talk about one at a time. It's kind of a triangle shape, but the pointy end is at the edge of the wood. And so there's a little space, a little open space in the wood, and then as it cuts into the wood, it flares out. Uh, so you can't. If you were to put the opposite piece into it, you wouldn't be able to to pull them out. Um, to to make a right angle, you you put another piece in there, and you wouldn't be able to pull them out. So it's it's pretty snug. Um, so the opposite looks to be the opposite to me. This is mortises, and yeah, this is literally the opposite. Where that flared out shape, kind of triangle shape is cut into the other piece of wood but it's the opposite so instead of being cut out it's all the space around it that has been cut that's the mortises and then it looks like when you put the two pieces together to make a right angle you've got um, oh you know what I have this wrong I'm sorry I didn't read my information well Number one is actually the mortises. So the one that has the pieces cut out is the mortises. Number two is the tenons or the tenons or the tenons. I don't know how to say that word. And then number three, when it's all put together, that is the joint. They have been joined together. So the whole thing is the dovetail joint on all the dovetail pieces. Apologies for making it confusing. I'm sure that some of you were like, uh, dude. You got that wrong. Fix it. Fix it. Don't worry. I fixed it. Dovetail. And people, carpenters and engineers, they, they can make these super complicated. So there's no no coming apart at all. All right. One more word. Flap, 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 flap. Fly. fly, dove, fly. It's the second form of dovetail. Transitive verb. Nope. It's a verb from circa 1656 starting with transitive. 1A, to join by means of dovetails. That's the whole wood thing that we just talked about. 1B, to cut to a dovetail. To cut to a dovetail. Number 2A, to fit skillfully to form a hole. Dovetail, fitting things to create a hole you're dovetailing things together so they make a hole and they fit so well together and it was very difficult to make them fit well together to be to fit together with and then intransitive is to fit together to fit together into a hole dovetail them together there is no etymology for that one, which means it is now time for us to pick a word of the episode. I sure would love to hear what you have to think. If you want to say, let me know what you like. Okay, so today we had do up, dower, duraculi, That's the owl monkey. Douse, 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 douse. Do, dove, dove, dove coat, dove key, doven dover soul dover's powder dovetail and dovetail okay well i'm thinking about either um well maybe do the sweet type of champagne and also uh duraculi a word i had never heard before talking about an animal i think i think it's an animal i had never heard before that sounds fascinating um, yeah, maybe let's just pick Duracooly. D O O, no, D O U R O U C O U L Y. Duracooly, Duracooly is an owl monkey. Duracooly, Duracooly is an owl monkey. It's a monkey that looks like an owl, I think. Duracooly. That is going to be the end of this episode. Um, i think um let's quickly talk about a movie i know i said i might talk more about the the shorts but i think you just got to go see the shorts They're because they're very good shorts um puss and boots we saw the new puss and boots movie because uh because the oscars were coming up and so we watched it uh one day before wait when were the oscars the 12th yeah we watched it one day before the oscars um and it's very it's very good uh, it didn't win the uh, the best uh, animated film, um, but I thought it had a pretty good shot because I had been hearing a lot of people talk about it. And uh, yeah, it's a good, fun movie. The animation was just really fun and high energy, and uh, the acting was good, and uh, yeah, worth a watch if you like that. And it was very silly and funny. Okay, 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 okay. This is the end of this episode, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.